Welcome to Viewpoints, listeners. I'm your host, Henry Gross. It gives me great pleasure to welcome Frank Marinko, Managing uh, Partner in uh, Empathinko Coaching Services, regular guest on Viewpoints to the program. Welcome again, Frank Marinko. Hi, Henry. Great to be here. Absolutely. Now, Frank, I know that um, there's a lot happening at the moment. You've got some important uh, information to share. You might like to start. I have. Yes, um, I've just had the pleasure in Queensland of acquainting with an organisation, a foundation called the Encouragement Foundation. And this is a group of philanthropists who support initiatives like building schools in East Timor, um, supporting uh, local Indigenous children in the area uh, with scholarships to universities and schools. And so it was a really fascinating conversation as to the difference and importance encouragement makes in the community. Absolutely. You might like to explain that a bit more then, Frank. Well, what the body of research and evidence seems to be is that there are very few people who are encouraged um, to rise up beyond their limiting beliefs and to take on goals that they thought might have been impossible and then to have structures that support them to get those sort of things done. And so when I was talking with this group of people who encourage encouragement, we were looking at, well, what levels do you have? And they were saying, well, um, we actually train encouragers and then we uh, support encouragers in the community and right down to encouraging ourselves in the community and just telling people that we've been through those situations that they're currently in. There is another side to this uh, situation that they're in, and if they work through it steadfastly, um, that they can achieve what they want to do. So I was absolutely, I was exhilarated and inspired with the possibility of working with people like this to actually support more people in the community, Henry, that currently can't see a way of getting out of their predicaments. And at the moment, from all the research and what we're hearing anecdotally as well, Frank, there's an awful lot of people in that uh, in that situation. It's a shocker, Henry. The, the amount of damage that, you know, shutting down the economy has made uh, because of COVID or people getting COVID or COVID being in the workplace and the lack of certainty now about when we're actually going to get back to a post-COVID normal um, is really, really uh, anxiety provoking. There's a lot of people out there that are experiencing severe mental health issues because of the angst of not knowing um, when things are going to get back to normal. It's interesting, isn't it? We've been, um, I, I mean, we always live in uncertain times and uh, it's interesting that um, currently when, I guess if you look at the pages of history, we've had a reasonable level of some sort of certainty barring the technological revolution in recent times, just how, um, how the impact can be so great on so many people. Extraordinary. And then as I was going through the technicalities with uh, this group of people about how they encourage, we actually noticed a number of important issues. And most people live in the world of praises and reward in their encouragement. And very few people take on the transformational conversation 
of uh, really, really looking at how they speak of encouragement. Um, so, for example, you know when uh, you've heard it many times, someone gets up and says, oh, Henry, I just want to acknowledge you publicly. Uh, Henry went above and beyond the call of duty and his knowledge and skill and experience that he put into that presentation was absolutely superb. Yes. And Sir Henry on the other end of that is thinking to himself, geez, if he really knew how little work that I put into it, he'd probably sack me. So often you've got to be really careful of the way that you frame an encouragement. And the best way of framing an encouragement is to talk about your experience. And when you talk about your experience, no one can say, oh, no, that's not the truth. Um, so to be able to talk in a way of your experience to inspire others so that they can step into the possibility that you create by talking about your experience is quite a skill and that's currently what I'm working with with this group in actually retraining a lot of their conversations into um, conversations that will actually elevate people's sense of self rather than questioning um, what's being said about them. Yeah, that uh, makes great sense. People always love a practical example, Frank. Uh, could you perhaps give us uh, an example of that, uh, even, a, even sure. a theoretical so, one? You know, we were talking about, Henry, you've gone above and beyond the call of duty, your intelligence, your expertise. Rather than saying that, and the Henry that we're talking about, not you, Henry, uh, might be wouldn't questioning be. all of that. No, I know it wouldn't be you. But when you say, uh, Henry... I just want to let you know that the sense of confidence and presence that I get uh, when you deliver a paper for me allows me to concentrate on all the other important issues and I always feel confident that um, I'm going to be able to produce the right result. Now, mm. there wasn't anything about that that Henry could say, well, that no, that's not the truth because I was talking about my experience. Mm. So mm. when you're able to say what's there as a feeling for you that can elevate someone's sense of self, um, it's very, very important that you don't start describing them, but you describe your feelings. Mm. How's the world of coaching going in this uh Hopefully, hopefully, tail end, long, long, uh, long spell of COVID-19. The world of coaching has been impacted. Um, you know, in, in times of largesse and, and surplus, uh, people um, often feel very in confident in being able to spend the amount of money to increase performance from um, good to outstanding. Uh, so what I've noticed is that my sphere of influence has to increase because a lot of what I had taken for granted might be revenue in the coming years has definitely uh, diminished somewhat. Um, so it's, it's, I think for most coaches at the moment, it's uh, a time when we need to pivot and actually have a look at um, what we're providing with people and how we can provide more. Mm, makes good sense. Frank, as always, time gets away from us. People want to get in touch with you. How would they do that? 
Henry, um, this week I'm sunning my ankles on the Sunshine Coast, so I might not actually respond until after the weekend, but um, go to the website, use the Contact Us page, and I can promise you that this week I'll be back to you sometime. Absolutely. Frank, as always, it's great chatting with you, and uh, you enjoy sunning your feet. Don't sunburn your feet. I certainly won't do that, Henry. But And you enjoy the cold and misery of Melbourne for a little while longer. Yeah, look, I'll just let you know, it's about 34 today and hot and sunny, but uh, don't let that uh, <laughs> that, that uh, hasten your return to Melbourne. <laughs> no, Henry, thanks again. It was lovely uh, being on the call with you. Absolutely. That was Frank Marinko, Managing Partner in Empathinker Coaching Services. Um, we'll take a short break. Listeners, don't go away.